Hello, 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 and welcome back uh, to the fourth episode of the Pro Recovery and Performance Podcast. Firstly, apologies for last week uh, and us missing a podcast. Um, it, I'm hoping that it all became slightly more clear to you by uh, the post that I put on last week about the fantastic news me and my wife had to share. Um, and thank you very, very much for all the kind uh, congratulations that many of you sent over. Um, but I'm finding very, very quickly that even though the baby isn't here, my life is becoming increasingly more unpredictable and uh, challenging. So anybody with kids, uh, if you have any words of wisdom or advice, please let me know. Um, all of them will be very much appreciated uh, as come sort of uh, late um, or early autumn my life will be flipped on its head. So much appreciated in advance. Uh, if you hopefully listened to the last podcast, you also uh, listened to me mention about uh, our two sponsors, Pure Sport and Prep Kitchen. All of the information will be in the Pro Recovery Announcements channel on Discord. And I cannot uh, speak highly enough of either of them. Personally, at the moment, I am heavily using Prep Kitchen um, as I am going through a little bit of a calorie restriction phase to try and lose some body fat and uh, lean up a little bit. And it makes that process significantly more, significantly smoother, takes away a lot of the guesswork, takes a lot away a lot of the stress around the planning and the uh, food prep and things like that. And the, the food quality is is of the highest quality and everything tastes amazing. And then from a pure sport perspective, as I said, my biggest, biggest takeaway from using pure sports products, especially the unwind capsules with uh, the CBD is the quality of sleep that I get. Um, I notice a big, big difference. And then obviously the knock on effects of that. So a little bit of an update since we last caught up, uh, the team are flying, things are rolling along. Um, we are very, very happy with how we're delivering things. We're Since the move into the new unit, we're able to be a lot more cohesive and comprehensive in our delivery and assessment and how we're achieving the results that we're looking to get for you all. So um, we are really, really happy with that. On a personal note, you may have seen two weekends ago that I uh, had the pleasure of presenting. Uh, this was my first sort of official delve into uh, the education and pre uh, presenting role. And it was on a little bit bigger stage than I may have anticipated with the PFCA. Uh, so the PFCA are an educational um, organization. They are headed up by Ollie Marchand, Jens Robinson and Craig Massey. And I can, without a shadow of a doubt, let you know that they are industry leaders in everything that they are doing, right from the way that they're educating coaches in terms of the, the professional and practical application of a number of underpinning factors and go within developing someone from a performance and a health perspective. But then second to that, they have the Gym Owners Network, which is uh, supporting people from a business perspective. So if you haven't already, make sure you check that out. Uh, the education sector is certainly something that I will be exploring more and more over uh, this year and especially into 2024. Um, I'm just trying to get a little bit more clarity on what that's going to look like, how that's going to be delivered. Um, and hopefully we may have some of you uh, partake in that along the way and provide some really valuable feedback and hopefully take a hell of a lot of value from it. Um, so the topic which has come up a number of times over the last couple of weeks, firstly in our uh, staff 
meetings and CPD meetings, but also with a number of clients who are going through a graduation process with us as they return back to sport or return back to their given goal or activity. It's what that graded exposure program or, or phase looks like as you return back into sport. And I think the biggest takeaway that I can give anybody that's going through that is making sure that you're crystal clear on what you need to be achieving from an objective measure perspective. Now, what is an objective measure? An objective measure is something that can be quantified, such as a five at max leg press, a five at max leg extension. But the other way to look at an objective measure, and I discussed this as well with one of the um, people I mentor in one-to-one sessions this week, is we can create individual, individualized objective measures for you and for your given situation, given your past history. And it may be we need you to hit 3K at a certain pace, or we need you to do this certain conditioning session um, for a return to rugby, a return to football, whatever that may look like, to allow us to say with the utmost, uh, utmost confidence that you are ready to return to play. One of the biggest mistakes that people do make is that they rush this return to play for stage and they feel that, right, I've ticked all of my objective measures, so I'm ready to return to play. It is a very... There is a, a real art to a return to play phase. There is a science and a fact, and that is your objective measures, but the art comes in the uncontrollable nature of the sport and of uh, your everyday life and how that plays out in front of us, and you're given experience of that. And as a general rule of thumb, anybody that has gone through a long-term rehab, so we're talking about anything which is really four months plus, the minimum we would want someone to do before returning to play is a four weeks of full training unrestricted. So that might be that we are still programming everything from a rehab and performance perspective, but everything is heavily performance focused with the touch on from a rehab side of things. But you are going into full training sessions. You're not time limited. You're not activity limited within those and you're completing them thoughtlessly fearlessly with no uh, no negative repercussions off the back of them once we've ticked that box the end of week four that would be your return to play and this phase in that return to training phase is an interesting one because we're not looking to really be aggressive with how we're developing your physical performance because we want to manage fatigue because you're going to have added fatigue from a neurocognitive perspective that we don't need to go in the gym and then push everything from a physical perspective we know that we've got you to a performance level which is excellent for where you need to enter to return to training and, and that return to play phase so we go through a maintenance phase we increase your training demands, i.e. on field and all of the different factors which come into that around fatigue and environmental factors and having to make decisions on the go and under fatigue in the game and in training and things like that. We then go into a four-week phase return to play. And if I use rugby, for example, what we'd be looking for is week one, 20 minutes, week two, 40 minutes, week three, 60 minutes, week four, 80 minutes, full return to play. And... 
that is an ideal world and there is always an art and a balance to that and that stays there again we're not looking to layer on lots and lots of intensity and really push things from a performance perspective but we now know that you can tolerate the increasing demands of that return to sport and we just drip feed in different intensification in, in whatever area that may be after that eight week period so four weeks of full training four weeks of uh, return to play we then talk about what is a long-term athlete development and the biggest 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 mistake and if you take nothing away from this podcast is that people think that they once they've returned to play their rehab has finished the amount of people who i have worked with who on discharge they have stopped doing the things that have worked for them to get back to return to play. And we retest them three months after the drop off in their objective measures. So for example, if it's a knee, um, three, five at match, leg extension, or isometric handheld dynamometer, leg extension, uh, jump testing, both from an objective and a subjective. I, how does it feel? What does it look like? Uh, and how have you completed this, the task or the skill? has dropped off a cliff because we need to keep drip feeding these things these things in so that on a brain and nervous system and 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 uh cortical mapping perspective so think of that as the maps on the brain in terms of how it solves a movement problem and how it completes a task which you challenge it to do um aren't ingrained to a level where you can drop off and you haven't earned the right to do that. And all the way through our rehab process with you, we will talk about you have to earn the right to move from phase to phase to phase to phase. For you to stop doing those things, we're talking 18, 24 months. Now, that doesn't mean that you are still in rehab, but that means you have some non-negotiables which have to stay in your program to maintain your health and ultimately allow you to push your performance and skyrocket that beyond where you've been in the past and, and particularly where you found yourself injured. And we facilitate that with so, so many people. Like we, We've now been working with people for 18 months, two years. We've actually had someone nearly three years now after they have achieved their rehab goals. Because we have such a, a comprehensive team now and we can actually – transition you to work with a performance-based coach, whether that's myself, whether that's Elliot. Um, there's some other sort of exciting announcements coming on that front. Um, but you also have that reassurance and that support that within the same team, at the drop of a message, a physio can drop in and jump on a call with you and, and, and give you that essentially full-time sport experience of – you have all bases covered. You've got a full medical and performance team in your uh, pocket, and we can just continue to allow you to flourish from a, a physical and a personal uh, perspective because there's, there's undoubtedly a huge amount of confidence that comes with your physical performance. And from my personal experience and the experience of working with hundreds, if not thousands of people now, the way that that how you feel about yourself physically comes across in your personal and professional and your relationships and all those different environments is it cannot be overlooked. So I hope that makes sense. Um, I hope that if you take nothing from it, you need to earn the right, you need to be patient and not push for the four weeks of return to training. And then there's a four week process to return to sport 
And then it's that long-term development from there. So last but not least, as always, we want to share our fantastic clients' weekly wins. So we have a lot of running wins this week, which is really, really awesome to share. So we have Fiona and Tom, um, who have both completed uh, their first continuous 5K after hip surgery and long-term back problems, respectively. And obviously, the key, key aspect of that is it was pain-free. So big wraps to them. It, like the, the amount of patience, the amount of work and consistency that has gone into those achievements is is amazing. So big, big wraps, guys. Um, really well done. Really, really proud of you. Then we've got the three boys, Henry, Jack, and Ryan. So Henry had ACL surgery. Jack had a lower leg surgery following a pretty um, challenging uh, fracture. Pretty gruesome. You can check it out on his Instagram um, if you go back a little bit. And Ryan, um, who's been struggling with a few niggles and, and bits and pieces that's been sort of holding back his running performance. All of these, after they've gone through our pro process, and they've, as I said earlier, earned the right to. They've returned to running successfully, no issues, no problems. And now we're just starting to build load, build intensity, build frequency, and all the really, really good things that are going to allow them to succeed in the long run. So again, really proud of you guys. Um, keep turning up, keep doing the work. I know you will do, uh, but big, big wraps. Then we've got Archie. Um, Archie's a bit of a, an endurance juggernaut, it seems. Um, he did an ultramarathon recently, and then this weekend just gone, uh, completed the Yorkshire Three Peaks. Um, if only I had the patience or even willingness to, to do something like that, but big, big respect. Um, I can only imagine, well, I know the amount of training that goes into that, and you do some fantastic work with Josh. So well done, mate. Proud to have you on the team, um, and let's see what the next big challenge is. Uh, and then last but not least, and this is a big, big win for anybody, um, particularly for Jason, um, who's been struggling with his back for a long period of time. And he is starting to regain his confidence with his back in the gym. But the biggest, biggest win from his feedback that, that we've had from him is that he's actually starting to become thoughtless and fearless and actually going in the gym and not even thinking about his back. And as, a, as I'm sure a number of you already know um, and have gone through that experience, like as you can transition through that where you're going in the gym and not even thinking about an injury, about a niggle, about a problem, and you're in there to succeed and push your performance, it's a, a huge win. So again, mate, really proud of the work that you're doing uh, with Jack. You're, you're setting yourself up to win long-term. Um, and if there's any anything that i can say to you just keep turning up consistently and uh like i said big well done so um thank you for listening guys really appreciate you taking the time hopefully these aren't going on too long if you do have any feedback for me and for, for us as a team please let us know is it something that you'd like to see josh jack elliot laura on um would you do you have any questions like i know we're coming up with really really popular topics um that that we discuss with you guys on a week-to-week -week and daily basis. But if you do have any topics that you want us to cover, please let us know. If you want any people on on a guest lecture, please let us know, um, and we can sort that out and we can hook people up. Don't go stupid like and say Matt Fraser and things like that because, well, maybe one day. Um, but, yeah, appreciate you listening, guys. Hope you're enjoying the hot weather. I'm sat here with a ice-cold can of um, Coke Zero, so I'm going to go and lap up a little bit of sun 
uh, take the dogs out and I will be back to work in the next half an hour. So take care and we will catch up soon.